Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Yep folks the hits just keep on coming we're here with you with Jack's latest video explosive coffee rub pork tenderloin jack claiming that the artistic whim has hit him and he has come up with this out of his own head uh but of course we looked online and about in 2015 a woman named camilla has a cooking blog and basically posted this exact recipe uh-oh jack lied published uh, about five days ago has about 3,000 views on it so his viewer count on his videos are going down as he releases more and more videos at a clip i'm really confused when you see the end result of this video and i don't want to skip ahead here why is this called explosive coffee rubbed pork tenderloin? Let's let's dissect this. What about this recipe is explosive? Is it what happens after you consume it? And, and not only that, but- Are you making poop jokes? Yes. In the we here at PCTLM <laughs> Industries hold ourselves to a higher standard than the dick and fart jokes. <laughs> If you look at the, the thumbnail of this video, before you even click on it, click into it, read the description, the thumbnail says, coffee, 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 in bold letters, all caps. And then the video, when you get into it, you notice the name being Explosive Coffee Rub Pork Tenderloin. So obviously the coffee has something to do with the explosive part of it, which you don't really find out until he starts going through the ingredients. Would yeah. you like to know why Jack calls it that? <laughs> No, I don't know. Because Jack thinks he has the finger on the pulse, not only what a cooking trends, but on internet trends as well. To wit, this idea of boutique coffee brands that have developed over the past six or seven years. So somebody figured out a little ways back that the wholesale coffee trade was pretty much open to the public. That you could make a name for yourself because coffee is traded like a commodity. If we're all familiar with the Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd comedy vehicle from the mid-80s uh, trading places, they trade coffee like a commodity. You buy coffee by the container ship full. Just as you do sugar, just as you do pork bellies, just as you do soybeans, just as you do frozen concentrated orange juice. That's actually a thing. Coffee is bought as a commodity. So you can buy a large amount of coffee and there is different ways of buying it. Ethically sourced, fair trade, conflict coffees, I suppose there are out there as well. The coffee is a commodity. People don't really care how they buy it, how they sell it. But somebody figured out that if you made a brand out of it and put a brand identity to it, if you made people care how they got their coffee, where they bought their coffee, why they bought their coffee, why is coffee? If you made people care why is coffee, you could increase the price. Like uh, Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. 
why the sharks on Shark Tank never get into beverages because it's a commodity price. You'll always race to the bottom for price. If you flip that on your head and use internet marketing, growth hacking, and social media, you can make people pay 10 bucks a bag for what is essentially a 50 cent a bag product. Coffee brands have, over the past half decade, got seen on the rise. So what you have to do is you have to have a branding philosophy for your coffee. It's not about the brown water that you put milk in and sugar and drink. It's about what does this coffee lifestyle, what does this brand say about my lifestyle? To wit, several of these coffee brands that have come out there have very specific lifestyles they target. The fitness lifestyle is targeted by called Caveman Coffee. That's sold by a fitness brand called Onnit. That's Joe Rogan's people. You have Bulletproof Coffee. That was originally sold by the Ketogenic Guys. All of the Black Rifle Coffee Company coffees are named after bullets and guns and ammunition and calibers of weapons and, and explosives. You know, they have C4, they have AK-47 Espresso, they have those things. What Jack has is a coffee called Death Wish Coffee. The Death Wish Coffee brand is a little bit different. Death Wish Coffee's brand identity is more, I'm gonna say Nordic, Viking, and their whole idea is Death Wish. So they go with skull imagery, Grim Reaper, that kind of a thing. But it's very easy to confuse that with the imagery used with Black Rifle Coffee. So Jack is confused, but I'm Jack gonna, will not admit that he's confused. I'm gonna throw a flag here and a timeout because- Okie dokie. Um, Jack on several live chats and other occasions has blamed his strokes, his diabetes, his general diabetes. unhealth yep. for two reasons. One is the amount of caffeine he drinks. Uh -huh. Two is the amount of sugar he consumes. Yep. If you look at this recipe, He's trying to be on this diet. He's trying to eat healthier. Oh no, he's trying to undermine it. If you notice when, he, well, when, when we get to the end of this and when he gets to the end of it and he starts talking to Tammy about like, well, why am I only allowed a small piece of meat? And then when you realize the end of this video takes you to the keto mousse video and that he's doing the keto chocolate mousse anyway. Right, this is my theory. Like, like let's get into that. I think that Tammy is like hovering over him, like oh, yeah. helicopter parenting over him, if yes. you will, about his diet because if she's on this diet, he sure as hell is going to be on this diet too. And if he ain't following ah. it, then she is going to pounce on him. So what you have is two people in a deteriorating long-term relationship. Yes. They're on a downward slide. Yes. She is unhappy with a lot of his behaviors. Obviously. Uh, his mommy wife syndrome. The fact that he's probably losing the ability to be the financial breadwinner. So what happens is she's looking for the areas of his life over which she can exert some control. Yes. One of them that she has glommed onto is the fact of his unhealthy eating and yes. sedentary lifestyle. Yes. So just like in our last episode, you noticed that, oh, it's the beginning of the year. Jack has had lots of health problems. That is exactly exactly why Tammy has picked out the wedge issue. She has driven her hammer and chisel into this exact point. Jack, you need to lose weight. You gotta have self-control. You gotta get better. You need to be around for our son. So she's hammering that in as a wedge issue, using that as an excuse to gain control over a person whom she quote unquote loves, but has no ability <laughs> to control his behaviors. So she's using this as like, I can't control what he says. I can't control how he acts in public, but God damn it, I will control what goes in his mouth. I will control what goes on his plate. So that's the true psychological underpinnings of what's going on here. So now Jack, so Jack being, being the man Jack, child, yes, is. <laughs> 
is refuting that, both consciously and subconsciously. So you see at these little glimmering moments that Jack refuses this stuff, you will see Jack will drop his fake, giggly, man-child persona, and you will see the dark image emerge from underneath, where Jack goes deadly serious and says, I don't want to. I don't understand why I can't eat what I want to eat. The interesting thing here is, if you watch Jack's live streams, unfortunately, like I do... We're obsessed. It's okay. It, <sighs> Jack has long blamed his health problems on caffeine. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting now that he's picking death wish coffee oh, of yes. all things death wish instant coffee in this video and the next video like what is the motivation here why why are why is he picking this now you have a slightly more pedestrian idea of this that we discussed the, the last time we haven't done a podcast on it yet but the keto chocolate pudding where he uses the death wish coffee as well that he's he's been restricted in yeah, his coffee intake yeah he can't have them yeah he, so he, he has to so he has to like sneak it another way yeah he has to choose the high amount of caffeination possible which is what death wish coffees and, uh that's their bag and he this is how this is how he hides it from tammy he's like oh no i'm making a dessert honey oh no i'm making a a, a yeah, pork roll for everybody in the family right oh no it's fine it's how someone who does not want to internalize the lifestyle change that they know they have to undermines it and that's this is exactly how what we discussed in the last video in the keto pepper video this is exactly how the undermining begins that basically undermines the long-term success of any diet. Exactly what undermines lifestyle modification is you start playing these, you start bargaining. You start doing these little things. Well, if I can yep. only have one, I'm going to make it hurt. It's almost, if I can only have one coffee, I'm going like to make this, it the most potent coffee I can have. Isn't there like seven levels of grief? No, there's five stages of grief. Five stages, sorry. This is between anger and bargaining. So he, he's at that stage of grief in this diet. And there's a couple telling there's things. There's seven ingredients on the video. There's a couple telling things that I will point out to you as we go through this video. Two specifically, but there, sure, I mean, there's a happening. lot, there's a lot wrong with this video. Let's be honest. There's a lot wrong with every Jack video. Should we get into the video? But there's two specific points that I'm going to point out to you we'll as viewers. Yes, we're going to get into the video, but I wanted to point out that you, you should really pay attention in this one because you'll learn a lot about Jack. All right, folks, yeah. synchronize your YouTube relators. We are going to hit play in five, five four, four, four <laughs> three, two, and one. All right, we are in the Galfani kitchen. It is overlit. The camera is uh, oddly balanced for once. He's figured out the tripod legs. Is it though? Yeah, it's fancy. Look at the countertop. Uh, Left to right, horizon's okay. So he talks about having one pork loin but there's clearly two in the package. Yeah. That's important. That comes into into play later on. We have olive oil, balsamic vinegar, which looks like it's in a wine bottle, salt, pepper, cumin, smoked paprika, which makes an entire deal out of, and oh, the swerve brown sugar. And the uh, Death Wish instant coffee that he makes huge deal out of. And the five cloves of the most alien-looking garlic you've ever seen. It's yellow. Folks, the Pink Chicken and I watch a lot of YouTube as well as just regular broadcast cooking shows. We're Food Network, we watch infomercials about cooking products. We watch a lot of Food Network, we watch a lot of food We also buy garlic and we, we know what it looks like. Cooking for a long time, folks, I've never seen garlic that looks like that. Like, My only theory on this is that he freezes garlic and, and thaws it out in the microwave. Well, he told us he he, he was freezing it like earlier yeah, in the year. Yeah, a couple months back. I forget which video that but was. Like, but like, yeah, I he's... don't know about him putting it in a microwave, but I'm not, I'm not ruling anything out. 
out, honestly. I think that's the only way you get that skin like that, because garlic is very thin skin on it. That's I, the only way I you mean, even it if like you that. let garlic go where it's starting to sprout, it does not look like that. It does not it's look just that different yellow. Colors. It's just it's not healthy looking. I, I don't know. I can't imagine anybody would freeze and thaw garlic. That's just not. It's a, not a thing. No. Okay, so we're putting the it's weirdly like bubble gum. It's like used bubble gum. fucking colored garlic into the pork now. So and yes, mommy there wife are. Tammy has to come use the sharp object. Mommy wife Tammy. Okay, we're. I'm gonna dissect this because it really bothers me. Mommy wife Tammy has three rings on her fingers. She has one a ring finger on her right hand, and then two on her ring finger and her pinky finger on her left hand. She does not remove them. Does not remove them for cutting into this pork. Which well, it's not like pork contains all sorts of microorganisms that have been found to be harmful to humans. Kind of oh, wait. But Jack never removes his, his ring either. Jack's telling her to jam the garlic in the cracks. So, so she's cutting like four slits into each pork loin, I guess? Yep. In the regular recipes for doing a rub, because that's what this is supposed to be, when you rub a roast, uh, be it a pork loin, be it a beef roast, be it ribs, to do a dry rub, you're supposed to do exactly that. You mix up your dry ingredients and you rub it on the meat. Jack has a better idea. It's a wrong idea, but it's Jack's idea. Right, and this is where I say, like, if you listen to two specific areas of this video, you will understand everything that goes wrong about it. And not only that, but... When Jack says, hi, I'm going to attempt to cook a pork loin? Eat well, from the beginning, yes. Oh, there goes that log of brown sugar substitute. And you can't that just, stuff just it's, not it's, not, it's it's not, not it's not a one for one ratio either. It's for every one tablespoon of regular brown sugar, you use whatever amount. Curiously, he uses instant coffee. That Death Wish coffee they use here is instant coffee. You're supposed to be using coffee grounds, uh, like what you use in an automatic drip coffee maker for Yeah, not freeze dried shit. We're only supposed to be using instant because instant coffee is just- Freeze dried. It's, it's coffee that's already been made into liquid coffee and then frozen into crystals. Right. It will turn back into a liquid, which I guess is his plan here. Or he just doesn't understand the difference between coffee grounds and instant coffee. No. If you pause the video here, because I'm going to get into a whole tirade, this is not the first time Jack has rubbed pork or a pork product. He's a cereal meat rubber. He's a cereal meat rubber. Mm -hmm. A rubber of meat. A rubber of meat. Well, there's nothing better to do on a weekend than massages meat. Stop it! Oh my god. I've been doing some other research unrelated to this video other about meat Jack. research? <laughs> Me too. I think we're at that point of our relationship where oh, I could admit. I could the meat massage and there's research. No, I'm, I'm, I'm buried. Help me. Thing. Help me. So we've been doing some research about our March brackets um, of sadness. And I picked one that was the uh, new wave pork pulled pork sandwiches. They were raw. I mean, which you probably already figured out anyway, right. because everything that Jack makes with well, pork, pork never hurt anyone. Is he actually rubbed that pork in Javalia coffee. Um, I don't know if it was instant, but it was ground. It wasn't, it was the beans it was ground javalia coffee and he put it in the new wave and tried to make an enormous pork butt it's probably five pounds maybe if not more it was a big one it was not cooked all the way through but it didn't look as 
bad as this does. And obviously the reason Jack doesn't have ground coffee is because if you notice, he's had a Keurig coffee maker forever. Exactly. So he has K-cups and he, you know, he has a little K-cup. He probably has the one where you can brew your own coffee, but he doesn't want to because that's lazy. So he just buys the K-cups. So he either doesn't understand or doesn't want to like- Or he has the flavored the, ones. You can cut a K-cup open and pour the coffee out and use that coffee. There's yeah, but he has, he probably coffee. has the pussy ass flavored- Oh, he uses all flavored coffee. Well, and they have the sugar-free coffee syrup pumps. They oh buy yeah. The, they buy the coffee syrup pumps, the yep. flavored pumps on the, on the counter there that we've always made notice of. Yeah. So they're buying flavored coffee the and they're using coffee. Yeah, so they have no coffee flavored coffee. It's all sugar, Irish cream, French vanilla, French whatever. French vanilla, yeah. Um, so he has no regular coffee in his house and that's why he has to buy this stuff and he's buying these instant packets because he has, they don't probably don't even have a coffee or they probably don't but even have a regular drip coffee him. maker. They're not good for him. I mean, if, oh, no. he, if he really believes that all of his strokes were based on- Sugar he, and caffeine. Sugar and caffeine. Like, why Why would you do this knowing that it's double the amount of caffeine that you should have in any one serving? Like, what, what even are you doing? If you've had this conversation with your doctor and or nutritionist and said, I really think the sugar is bad for me, the very first thing the doctor and or nutritionist is going to tell you is, if you think regular table sugar is bad for you, you should see what those sugar substitute chemicals are doing to you. NutraSweet was drilling people, was drilling holes in people's brains for a while. Saccharin was causing liver and kidney cancer. If you have to wean yourself off of the sugar, use those substitutes only to step yourself off of it. But really, you know, you should be trying to get yourself off sugar entirely. The human body doesn't need it. The human body does very well without it. Get your sources of natural sugars, get it from fruits, from pectin, from things like that. You don't need it. And the more you have of it, it acts like cocaine on the brain. The more you have it, the more you want it. So the more sweets you eat, the more sweets you want. Rats or mice they were feeding table sugar to. And they basically took two control groups and they fed mice table sugar and they gave them access to cocaine. And the rats with table sugar, the rats with table sugar wanted the table sugar more than the rats with cocaine wanted the cocaine. So table sugar is more addictive, pound for pound, literally, than cocaine is addictive. Yet, you get caught with a vial of cocaine in your pocket, you're going to jail for a while. You get caught with a vial of table sugar in your pocket and the cop just wants to know where the nearest owner shop is. Where'd you get that at? <laughs> ha, wah. Wah, wah. Hey, cab jokes, why not? But back to Jack here. So he's doing two things wrong here. Number one, he's mixing the dry ingredients with the wet ingredients. So he's not doing a dry rub, he's doing a paste rub. And, and he points this out at about, oh, start the video again, I'm sorry. We stopped it at about 4.48. And we tangented it, it, it. So he's mixing all of the ingredients together. Play-Doh. The, the dry and the wet. The look of it is basically sludge. He's made a black sludgy substance. It that, looks uh, like something you'd clean out of a, a I septic don't, tank. I don't want to get into obscure sci-fi references, but the last time I saw something that black and sludgy, it killed Tasha Yar. Let the audience figure that one out. Oh, anyway. It relates to Red Letter Media's season one review. That's TNG. Let me figure it out. Get a Anyway. He ends up paint brushing the tar-like substance on both of the pork loins. He was supposed to oil down. Well, essentially, well, you're supposed to do the dry rub. And then once you once you coat these, once you coat the meat in the dry rub, then you're supposed to pour a little olive oil. And this recipe specifically called for an espresso balsamic vinegar to pour over top of it to really enhance the coffee flavor of the dry rub. But that was basically just to, you know, help the meat brown a little bit. It wasn't meant to create this 
paste that he's come up with here. Yeah, it looks like it looks like sewer sludge. And he doesn't even call it a lazy man recipe with this. This is just his thinking at this point. This is him knowing better than the recipe he's using. So we got two turds on the pan. It looks like it's going in the oven based on how he has it dressed. He has them on an upper rack and then there's like a catch rack with aluminum foil underneath. So I'm assuming this is going into an oven. I don't know the temperature. I don't know if he says it, but he's not smoking it. He's not grilling it, which no, is unusual it. for him because that's usually what he does. I think he's just baking it in the oven or maybe perhaps broiling it. And it comes out looking absolutely like a turd, a burned turd. Well, the front one kind of looks like it had a little snout on the front of it. So it looks like a tiny roasted pig, like a little roasted suckling pig. Oh. I'm sorry. I just make it sad. Yes. Aww. It looks burned to a crisp on the top. It technically looks like an armadillo because of the little slits with the garlic sticking out the back of it. It looks like roadkill. He's, he's, he's cooked roadkill. Oh, well, he's done that so many times, so though. Then, so now the cooking portion of this is over. Now he's got to let it rest. They're still <laughs> resting it when it's that burned. <laughs> Yeah, it's beyond recognition, but um, yeah. I don't actually think it's that burnt. It's just he decided to make... He, he Is it the sugar the that maybe like... Skin of evil, black, oily, slick paste out of it. <laughs> Uh, but there's not that much sugar in it. And again, it's not real sugar. It's just that. Snack. And so now he's having Tammy cut into it. And this this is another key part of the episode. Where Jack can't control himself. He talks. His meat, his meat rection is, is, is huge <laughs> at this point. Meat rection. Go cut me, cut me a big piece, Tammy. And she cuts him the tiniest little sliver and he can't It's not even it. a full piece, guys. No. It's not even a full piece. He comes back and he's like, I'm not allowed to have any meat on this diet. I don't know why I'm he's not allowed to eat. He's giving the camera the most painful smile. He's giving that camera like I can't have it. I don't know why I don't know why I can't have any meat guys. I'm on this diet. I don't know why. Why am I not allowed eating meat? program? I don't know why. Have you watched any of your videos, Jack? Have you looked at them closely? Because you eat too much fucking meat. No, no, no. Watch this. Jack, look down. Can you see your feet? No. Okay, that's why. Can you see your Can penis? You see your right, no. Right. When's the last time you'll ever <laughs> the time you saw that you look down and were able to see your, your dick? Oh my when god. When that happens you gotta have meat again. Until then <laughs> Just keep drinking the shakes and eating the protein bars. Well, this is a very meat-themed okay. episode, okay, so, so being okay, able to so, see his own meat is okay. a, it's, adds to the theme. Okay, so time out. We know that Jack Jr. is moving out of the house, right? Moved. Moved. So do we think this video is before that happened or after before. that happened? Okay, so do you think they made the two pork loins knowing that the kids were still in the house? Is that where we're going with this? Because why would they... Why if Jack can't be having any meat at all? Except for that tiny little piece, would they be making these two big fucking huge pork loins? Jack was only allowed to have a little piece now because he's gonna have like they'll probably consume one of those pork loins, maybe, uh, maybe, but maybe not a full one. Between Tammy and Jack, or the four of them? Well, between Tammy and Jack, but I think most of these are gonna be. I think the pork loins are, are gonna go either into the freezer, so mm -hmm. when Jack loses his eighty pounds, he'll get to have some, or they'll make they'll make church chili out of it. You know, two years from now <laughs> when they need it. Or wow. Mm -hmm. That's bringing it back. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, much sadness. Or this will go with Jack Jr. Like, I think now most of this is going to be food that goes with Jack Jr.'s house. Oh, my they God. They'll promptly throw out. But, you know, they'll be like, Dad, you know, oh, no, Dad, the, the, the coffee rub, the explosive coffee rub pork loin was delicious. And, you know, meanwhile, you know. His wife's like, we ain't fucking eating <laughs> this <laughs> shit. <laughs> 
We see the videos. We see how he makes it. He's not even following the recipe. So it's an interesting conversation point. I mean, this is at the point where they may have moved out and they may have not moved out. It depends on his recording schedule. So it'll be interesting to see what transpires in the next in couple of weeks. In terms of recording schedule, I think this, see, this is my, this is my theory. This is where we get into the uh, intra-episode theories. I think this episode was recorded before Keto Moose episode was recorded. Obviously. Going into Keto Chocolate Moose episode, again, using the Death Wish coffee. So he already has that handy. Right. So, you know, these two videos were made around the same time. But there is something off. Like, Jack is angry when you go into Keto Chocolate Moose episode. Now, when you don't notice, he's wearing the same gold beanie and the yeah, same Yeah, yeah, he's shirt. wearing the same clothes. The stains yep. on the shirt are in the same place. <laughs> the knuckles are in the same scrape. The, the knuckle scrapes are in the same position. Also, when he goes into that keto, now he should be happy because he's going to have dessert. He's going to get to eat a chocolate pudding that he doesn't get to eat often anymore. He should be happy, but when the chocolate moose episode starts up, he's like, hey guys, where have you been? I've been here waiting for you. He's angry at the front of that video like he hasn't been in a while. I think it's because he has just been denied a bigger hunk of coffee pork. That's so an, I it's think a this theory. Recorded. I think she pushed, I think she cleared all of this out of the way. She's like, like, no, right, you're not, you you're not having any yeah. of this. Now We're taking this to the homeless shelter or whatever. She's like, I got a little nub of pork and now I got to get a little tiny thing of chocolate oh, yeah, keto the, moose. His and... serving of that, if you watch to oh, the yeah. end. I'm, I don't like, think we're doing cup. that. We're not going to do that video because we don't re usually do desserts. But his serving for the, the moose, the moose that he got was literally a tablespoon. Well, the cup? What? 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 He was in the moose cup. Wow. 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 We're here now. Yes. Anyway, um, I think that's it for this one i would say like read between the lines with this episode there's more going on with as, jack's as diet I had, as i had quietly then meets the eye this is beginning to fray Yes. The relationship between Jack and mommy wife Tammy. Yes. I think it's going to get more and more delicious as the temperature rises outside, as the snow melts and the ice thaws, and the and temperature the quarantine in Tennessee goes continues. up. Yes. It's it's going to reach a boiling point. Yes. And and Junior and uh, Ooh, Tammy does, Junior yeah, are like, out of the house now. There's no like no break point. There's yeah. No, there, there's, there's no, no like oh my god I need to vent to you. Right. No, they're they're out of the house. They don't want any fucking thing to do with them anymore. You know, at some point, mommy, wife, Tammy's going to go over and Jack Jr. is going to be like, look, you got to go deal with him. Like, look, I moved out. You're going to have to make your choice. And she's going to be like, can I sleep on your couch? And oh, he's yeah. going to be like, fuck no. Yeah, let's go back. <laughs> so there's some interesting episodes coming up on the horizon. We have some ideas that we're tossing around, but so um, thank you for joining us for this episode, which is probably now like an hour and a half long. I don't know. We lost count. Yeah. The tape stopped about a half hour ago. We've just been talking into an empty microphone. Yep. Join us again next time, folks, for Pink Chicken and the Lizard Man.